Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. No let up in the raging storm system in Northern California. National Weather Service meteorologist Braden Murdoch says evacuation orders have been in place for numerous locations because of river flooding. These rivers, even hours after the rain finally stops, they're still flowing pretty strongly. So that's why we do have in Felton as well as uh, the Spreckles area of Monterey County also seeing some evacuations there. A plane with uh, making just a 27-minute flight to a Nepal tourist town has gone down early Sunday while attempting to land. At least 68 of the 72 people on board are known to have died. Death toll from a Russian missile strike on that apartment building in Ukraine yesterday has now risen to 25. Rescue teams scrambled to pull survivors from the rubble throughout the night. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum wants to talk to black America. It doesn't make sense to me why black people are so biased in the way they vote. It makes no sense. It's not like Democrats are coming out and actually doing something for black people. But, like, I can't think of a single thing that Democrats have employed that will benefit black people. I don't understand. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Listen to your favorite Patriot hosts and shows like Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network, hands-free on your smart speaker. Tune in by saying, enable the Patriot Minneapolis. You only have to do this the very first time you tune in. After that, just say, play the Patriot Minneapolis to stream in high quality. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Inside your 2 o'clock hour, more Narn with Brad Carlson coming up. But right now, your weather forecast, low around 34 degrees tonight. Rain likely into your overnight. Monday, high of 37. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And 12 Age Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our site a like or a follow if you have yet to do so. And uh, be sure to check us out today. Uh, we do have the live stream up and running at our NARN Facebook page. So got a few uh, people uh, viewing as of this moment. So feel free to say hi if you so desire. I'll give you a shout-out in the air if you do so. I already gave a shout-out to uh, Gary from War Road. Gary often uh, checks in and says hello. So hello to you, Gary, and uh, all of the community of the fine area up there in War Road. 
Uh, obviously, the big story from this past week, uh, from a national standpoint, uh, several classified documents uh, found in the uh, uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden's possession. This is from CNN.com. Uh, several cli- classified documents from President Joe Biden's time as vice president were discovered last fall. Last fall? I'll get back to that. In a private office, Biden's attorneys acknowledged on Monday. Attorney General Merrick Garland has asked the U.S. attorney in Chicago to investigate the matter. A source familiar with the matter tells CNN and congressional Republicans are also taking notice. There it is. Republicans pounce. Biden's lawyers say they found the government materials in November while closing out a Washington, D.C. based office, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement that Biden used as part of his relationship with the University of Pennsylvania, where he was an honorary professor from 2017 to 2019. Fewer than a dozen classified documents were found at Biden's office, another source told CNN. It is unclear what the documents pertain to or why they were taken to Biden's private office. Federal office holders are required by law to relinquish official documents and classified records when their government service ends. The White House is cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice regarding the discovery of what appear to be Obama-Biden administration records, including a small number of documents with classified markings, Richard Sauber, special counsel to President Biden, said in a statement. The documents were discovered when the president's personal attorneys were packing files housed in a locked closet to prepare to vacate office space at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. The president periodically used this space from mid-2017 until the start of the 2020 campaign. On the day of this discovery, November 2nd, 2022, the White House Counsel's Office notified the National Archives. The archives took possession of the materials the following morning. So why is this only being brought to our attention now? I mean, this was a little more than two months ago. And oh, yeah, what what happened six days later? The midterm elections, right? So if if we're so big on transparency and self-reporting and say, hey, you know what, this is just this was just an oopsie, didn't didn't mean it. But, you know, as soon as we made the discovery, yeah, yeah, we uh, we we turn we turn these things right over, turn them right over to the, the National Archives. Is there you know, I hate to play the the, uh, you know, the what if game or what about game, but it, I think it's relevant here. Suppose Trump had been president and a similar faux pas had happened. I mean, is there any doubt that with with it? Would there have been any way this had been kept under wraps before a key election? No shot. No shot. So there, there's, there's that component of it. And since then, I mean, this is a story that came out early last week. Since then, there has been documents that were discovered at Joe Biden's personal residence. Okay. Including... Uh, in, in his garage where he stores his Corvette. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But I do want to play some sound clips. Got a bevy of sound clips here. Uh, this is cut number five. I want to take a, a flashback. Uh, Joe Biden appeared on 60 Minutes sometime last year. And during that interview, uh, you know, this was just after the raid at uh, former President Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago, where they discovered classified documents where uh, 
the National Archives were aware that the president had these, and there was, I guess, some chatter between the Trump team and the National Archives, you know, about turning them over. And there was a big controversy about that, about the president's uh, residence being raided. But listen, listen to how uh, stunning this is, uh, what Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, had to say on former President Trump having classified documents. This is cut number five. And you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. And you don't know. And- okay. So uh, I I play that because then uh, let's, uh, let's skip ahead to... Uh, cut number eight. This is uh, Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey, uh talking to the president. Listen to how he trips up the president. The president was prepared for this question, obviously. This was, a, I think, a, a summit on climate change, if I'm not mistaken. But obviously he knows if there's going to be media there, they're going to ask off-topic questions. So he had a statement ready to read regarding the classified documents, but the way Peter Ducey framed his question tripped up the president a little bit, and he kind of told on himself. So this is a cut number eight White House uh, correspondent with Fox News, Peter Ducey, asking the president the following question. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon, but as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, was in a garage. yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take box? classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said well, we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center, the Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. Yeah, he wasn't going to take He wasn't taking any more questions after that. So... He had a statement prepared, and you heard the statement where he talked about documents found in his private residence, including his private office. Okay? But the question about the Corvette tripped him up because he openly admitted, yeah, it was in my garage. But the the garage was locked. The garage was locked. It's all good. And Jake Tapper on uh, his program, CNN program, State of the Union, this morning, uh, he 
played video of a campaign. It was a campaign ad from then-candidate Joe Biden during the 2020 presidential campaign where Joe Biden, you know, showing he's a regular guy, was pulling his Corvette out of the garage. And Jake Tapper froze it right there, and he says, that's the garage where the president's Corvette was. He says, I don't know about you, but that doesn't look like a very secure location if there is classified material there. So, again, to get to the president's question, what he was asking on 60 Minutes when Scott Pelley asked him, what, were you, what did you think when you saw the photograph of those documents laid out that said top secret? And he says, well, what could have been in those? You know, what, what could have been compromised? Who could have been compromised? Well, same question goes for you, uh, uh, Mr. President. You know, who, who, who could have gone through your, through your garage? Your, your son, Hunter, who doesn't exactly have uh, the most reputable record, was in your residence. What could he have come across? You know, again, not to not to keep piling on on Hunter Biden, but the point is, is like if, you're, if we're going to ask these relevant questions, who or what could have been compromised by these documents kind of being out there, then shouldn't it be asked in this situation? And you know, to the Justice Department's credit, they are opening investigation because what choice do they have now? Could it be little more than grandstanding? You know, just doing their obligation, going through the motions, or could there be some criminal charges brought up? You know, I mean, there's got to be a pretty high threshold. Again, depending upon which tribe member you're talking to, this is, you know, they'll say it's a nothing burger if it's the Biden tribe or it's treasonous if it's the Trump tribe. And typically for both situations, it's somewhere in between because the government to avoid transparency, they like to mark a lot of things classified or top secret so they don't have to be transparent with the public. Because, you know, we the people have a, have a right to know about what's going on in our government. But if the government, say, you know, decides to label something classified, wow, sorry, that, that, that's classified. So I, I, I would venture to say a lot of these things that are marked top secret or classified don't quite approach the level of, say, nuclear codes, things like that, or or you know, uh, defense, uh, defense strategy, you know, for different uh, operations we have going on across the world. Now, I, I'd be hard pressed to, to say that, but I don't know because, they, you know, again, they mark them uh, classified. So uh, part of me thinks that uh, this is an opportunity for the deep state to throw Joe Biden under the bus. And I'll come back a little bit in the next segment to talk more about that. And we'll take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And you can also check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we do have the live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I want a girl with extensions in her hair. Bamboo earrings, at least two pair. A Fendi bag and a bag. Soaking up the sun in Fiji. Walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. 
We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter Northern at uh, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hey, folks, don't forget, our friend and colleague, King Banyan, heard every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Biz. It's the King Banyan Show, your finest, most comprehensive show on economics in the country, in my opinion. Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, heard in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m., followed by the new guy, Jack Tomzak. Saturdays, 3 to 5. Jack was actually live yesterday. Kudos to Jack Tomzak. Finally made it in studio live. And I close out weekends Sundays from 1 to 3 p.m. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, Continuing our discussion on uh, Joe Biden finding classified documents at his old office as well as his personal residence, uh, this is from a Politico.com story. Uh, the two cases are between Trump and Biden, both possessing classified documents, that is. The two cases are markedly different. But some Democrats privately concede that their coexistence gives the president's critics a chance to denounce him as negligent. Yep, there it is. Republicans pounce again. Hypocritical or careless right at a time when things were moving Biden's way. We can do nothing but fail him, apparently. 
I think it takes the whole Trump scandal off the table, said one Democratic Party operative, granted anonymity to speak freely about the delicate situation unfolding around the president. Most polls show that voters don't give up F about this stuff, they added. But the media momentum is real. So the media is the enemy now? Okay. Uh, Elected Democrats have largely rallied behind the president with House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries telling reporters that he has full faith and credit in President Biden on the documents matter. Biden, Jeffries, Biden, Jeffries told reporters, quote, is doing everything to take appropriate steps and how to move forward in a responsible fashion. But Capitol Hill Democrats have called for briefings and more information surrounding the former vice president's document storage. And some have started to privately worry that the ordeal will distract from their collective priorities and could begin to help validate GOP investigations they dismiss as politically motivated headaches. Uh, I I don't know how markedly different these cases are. Uh, Ed Morrissey, our NARN uh, alum, indicated that, you know, the FBI raid that took place at Mar-a-Lago for the documents there, they were at least in one location. And there was at least some Secret Service security at Mar-a-Lago because pre- president, former presidents get Secret Service protection for life. So there was always a Secret Service presence there. Was there any Secret Service presence hanging out in the garage next to the Corvette when Biden won there? Or at his old office? I'm just saying. So uh, it's interesting to um, to compare the two, to be sure. I want to get to another sound clip here. Um, you know, we, we talk about how, you know, darn the luck, President Biden, he just uh, he just can't catch a break here. Let's go to cut number six. This is the shrill hags at the view going full QAnon. Is it not ready, Spencer? Oh, it is ready. Okay. Uh, this is uh, the view, the ladies of the view, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy, Joy Behar, and Sonny Hostin, uh, Alyssa Farah, the token Republican, uh, doesn't really get a whole lot of chance to speak. Uh, they basically go full QAnon here. Cut number six. You know, you know what I think? Against I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this uh-huh. close well, to getting him, but you somehow know what? I, these but documents you know what? appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in office wrong. for well, 40 let's years. Find, no let's offense. find out what this is first. Not, again, oh, one of the things that's generally crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that. Welcome to the party, I want to see... Someone explained to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, does, if stuff is missing, I know it's missing. Does it missing. feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? There it is. It did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry. but not, not now. Because one of the things, one of the things he's saying is that, you know, some of these, some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten taken and put. But still. Uh, with the collective, uh, with the collective electricity from those IQs, I don't know that you could sufficiently make toast. Honest to God, that, I mean, I mean, you know, oh, well, Trump's got to be the, the, the luckiest person alive. All right, come on, give me a break. You know, what Trump did was wrong, and an investigation needs to take place. And, you know, if there, I mean, we learned this with, with Hillary Clinton. You know, it, it, intent 
has nothing to do with it. So they're trying to spin it. Well, you know, was something mistakenly taken in the hastiness of packing up, you know, after the transition? You know, because that was Trump's fault, too, because if Trump hadn't been president, you know, they wouldn't have had to hastily pack up their belongings in the White House and move on. I mean, they, they, they were almost uh, they were almost spinning it that way. But again, this is just a uh, this is just a bunch of uh, you know shrill, shrieking hags at the view. You know, really, this isn't anyone credible like a sitting congressman, right? Oops. Uh, cut number nine. Let's go to Democratic Congressman Hank Johnson out of Georgia. My response to it all is that alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of uh, of uh, Joseph Biden. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated. And um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. There it is. I'm, I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people. There it is. P- places and things can be planted. Um, or things things can be planted in places uh, and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out. But I don't I'm I'm open in terms of the investigation needs to be investigated. There it is. Okay. So it's one thing for a bunch of you know to use the term loosely talking heads on the view to concoct conspiracy theories. Do you think even the Republicans are behind this? But even Whoopi Goldberg said, eh, I thought maybe at first, but not so much now. When Whoopi Goldberg sounds more reasonable than a sitting congressman, uh, you you know you've kind of passed your shelf life here. Uh, Interesting perspective from um, Josh Hammer at uh, Newsweek.com. The second half of Joe Biden's presidential term has officially gotten off to an ignominious start. Earlier in the week, CBS News first broke the story that Biden had been storing classified documents taken from his previous stint as vice president to Barack Obama at the Chinese-funded Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement think tank, using scare quotes there. Those classified documents were first identified by Biden's personal attorneys, CBS reported on November 2nd, a full six days before the midterm elections. Convenient that it didn't come out until afterwards. Richard Sauber, Biden's special counsel, claimed that the White House counsel's office quickly notified the National Archives, which seed the documents post-haste. That alone would be bad enough for a president who utterly excoriated former President Donald Trump in the aftermath of last August's unprecedented pre-dawn FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, Trump's palatial Palm Beach estate, due to Trump's own classified document retention scandal. Biden openly wondered CBS's 60 Minutes news program weeks after the FBI raid, how could anybody be that irresponsible? The galling hypocrisy from the Biden, uh, the Penn Biden Center incident would have been bad enough, but then Joe Biden's week got even worse. Adding insult to injury on Thursday, two separate tranches of additional classified documents from the Obama-Biden administration were found in Biden's Wilmington, Delaware personal home. All but one of the documents was found in a storage space in Biden's garage. That garage was quote-unquote locked, the president quickly pointed out in a flippant attempt at de-escalation and also housed his prized Corvette. One other classified document was found strewn about elsewhere in the house outside the garage. So here's here's the thing that we, we have to keep in mind. Does the deep state really have any motivation to try to spin this in Biden's favor or protect him? 
you know, is is it so important to protect Biden that to let the Trump investigation go? Because let's 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 just be honest. The progs did not want Joe Biden as their candidate in 2020. They didn't. But they saw the polls and saw that there was no candidate that had a realistic chance to beat Donald Trump, or at least let me spin it this way. The only candidate who had the best chance, the certain chance to beat Donald Trump head to head was Joe Biden. So the progs stood down. Progressives like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders stood down, said, you know what? The important thing here is to defeat Donald Trump. That's the important thing. And the way these early primary and caucus states are going, Joe Biden is winning these states. So we need to stand down and ensure Donald Trump's out of office. And so they were willing to stand down. But let's be honest, you don't do that unless you get something in return. Well, now Joe Biden, he served his purpose. He defeated Donald Trump. And now that he's potentially vulnerable, there aren't a lot of far-left progressives that are standing up for him. Sure, Hank Johnson stood up for him, but I don't know that he's in the category of, say, a Tide Pot of Ida or Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib or Cory Bush or Akeem Jeffries. Well, I take that back. Akeem Jeffries seemed to have stood up for him a little bit because he, you know, played the whataboutism game. So maybe that's a bad example. But the problem is, who are you going to elevate? Well, obviously Kamala Harris is elevated to president if Joe Biden has to be removed from office. Well, she's obviously a complete disaster. And Oh, yeah, by the way, she can't select her own vice president. If Joe Biden's moved in the middle of his term, that has to go through Congress. A divided Congress? You're not going to get a far-left prog as vice president. And do Democrats really want to engage in that fight? So I'm just saying uh, this is uh, – I don't think that the deep state really has an incentive to protect Joe Biden here. And the progs don't really have an incentive to do so as well to to stand up for him. So this is going to be fun to watch. I'll just say that. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson and the Clothes are coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I've been strong. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. During the COVID-19 pandemic, they closed our churches down. Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope. The new documentary, Super Spreader, follows the controversial fight for religious freedom. You can no longer sing in church anymore. I was like, okay, it's on. 
Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. It brought intense criticism from politicians and mainstream media. If Jesus were here right now, he absolutely would wear a mask. But this bold stand against tyranny brought hope to a country in chaos. It's wild that this is happening in America, and it's wild that people are okay with it. He called it a worship protest. Christians are rising up, I'm telling you guys. Don't miss Super Spreader, the most inspirational movie of our time. Here's a move of God that's going to change America. Super Spreader. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. AM twelve eighty Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so you can watch the broadcast if you so desire. And we do also have a comment thread there where you can leave a comment or a question. However you are tuning in, thank you as always. Uh, we want to transition now to our uh, guest that we have joining us today. Uh, James Varney is a writer for Real Clear Investigations. Check out their fine work, folks, by the way, uh, realclearinvestigations.com. If uh, you are pining for real journalism, which seems to be in short supply these days, realclearinvestigations.com brings it to you. So definitely check them out. want to have James on the broadcast to talk about uh, the federal student loan debacle, one aspect of the uh, program that taxpayers might not be aware of but should be made aware of uh, if they're at all thinking that it would be wise legislation to uh, forgive the current uh, multi, uh, I think it's close to $2 trillion worth of student debt that is out there right now being backed by the federal government. So to talk more about his piece entitled Shopping Spree 101, How Refunds of Federal Loan Overpayments Leave Student Borrowers with Your Money to Burn, here is the aforementioned uh, James Varney. Uh, James Varney, good to have you on the broadcast today, sir. How are you? I'm fine, Brad. Thanks for having me. You bet. So we uh, talked about the title of your piece. I guess I wasn't aware of this uh, particular dynamic. You talk about uh, perspective, you know, college students you know, uh, going through the loan process, uh, getting the finances needed to fund through their college. Um, what specifically is this, uh, does this entail a refund of federal loan overpayments, uh, James Varney? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, and I didn't know much about it myself, but it, it's the difference between the amount a student borrows 
and the cost of the college. So, for example, if you and I take out $5,000 for the semester and it costs $4,500, that $500 left over is a refund if we want to take it. Now, you don't have to take it, and if you don't, that would lower the amount, the debt that you owe. Sure. But for a lot of kids, you know, they're 20 years old, and all of a sudden here's $500 in the account, and uh, it's, it's pretty much of a windfall for them. So I guess um, how specifically, uh, do, I, I mean, I, I it's been so long since I've been in college and I took out some small loans. I guess I don't recall the specific dynamic regarding this, but uh, when banks make these loans, don't they want to see some sort of, uh, I don't know, tuition statement, what it would cost, or is it just an estimate given? I mean, how, I guess, how does this happen, James Varney? Well, for one thing, uh, and you had mentioned this at the beginning, the banks aren't really involved anymore. Uh, that was part of Obamacare, really. He made the federal government the sole source of, govern- of college loans, and they backstopped most of the other loans. So that's why we've gotten to that more than $1.7 trillion uh, in the portfolio now, like you mentioned. So uh, I think that the Department of Education, they don't know how much is refunded. All they know is the, the, the debt amount. So, for example, if the I don't know why there would be a $500 difference, but if the Department of Education thinks that this school is charging X amount, then that's what they're that's what they'll loan. That, that's what the loan would be. Um, and, and consequently, you got a real gray area here. Nobody really knows how much we're talking about. Sure. And, that, and that's a little disconcerting. So I, I guess, uh, um, have you had an opportunity to, I don't know, I mean, uh, talk to uh, any students, their perspective on this? I mean, I, I mean, again, I, I get it. I mean, I was 20-something years old once myself, and, you know, I was still living at home through my college years and really didn't understand the real-world implications that this caused. Um, have you had an opportunity personally to, to talk to any students and get their insight on, on what's taking place with this? I wasn't able to get any students myself. Okay. So I talked to some people that have run focus groups on this that oh. did talk to students. And they were saying that the, this notion of refunds came up organically every time. The, that the people thought this was crazy, right? This, like, sort of free money. It was amazing. And some of the kids said they went to Russia. Some of the kids said, you know, they just blew the money on certain things, not really thinking it through that this would still wind up on the debt, which in theory uh, they would have to repay. So, uh, again, we don't know how much money it is. In addition to talking to the guys who ran the focus groups, we also tried to reach out to more than a dozen different universities to find out how much has been refunded because, as I said, the Department of Education doesn't know. And they pretty much... Uh, they don't know either, or they aren't willing to say. Okay, interesting. So uh, I obviously, uh, the uh, I know the president has expedited the uh, litigation regarding uh, his stu- attempted student loan cancellation. Mm-hmm. I know it, there was a stay put on this. The Supreme Court's going to hear this and release their decision. And the president, you know, put it through that, wanted it fast-tracked simply because he wanted a, a ruling on it. I, I can't believe he's going to. it's going to come out the way he de- desires, but I guess we'll wait and see. I guess uh, what impact, if any, would a potential Supreme Court ruling say if they want to, uh, say if they indicate that President Biden's uh, move was unconstitutional, this needs to be settled by legislative fiat, which with a divided Congress is not going to happen. Uh, how do, From your perspective, 
what would a Supreme Court ruling or how would a Supreme Court ruling uh, impact this particular practice, James Varney? Well, it won't make any difference really on the refund. Okay. Um, you're right. The Supreme Court is scheduled to hear next month the first plan that was floated by the Biden administration last year to wipe out some of these, this college debt and shoulder the taxpayers with all of it. Now, in the meantime, I think in the last couple of weeks, maybe the last 10 days, the Biden administration has released another plan, uh, this one tied to people's discretionary income after they've graduated and how much they might have to repay. So it looks like regardless of what the Supreme Court does, this administration is going to continue to try to make more of this debt um, paid, uh, put on the taxpayers and not have to be paid back by the students. Okay, interesting. So uh, what about the universities themselves? Obviously, you know, the, the one sca- you know, well, scandal in all this, if you want to call it that, is because they know that these loans, if they're defaulted upon, the federal government backs them, you know, guarantees them 100%. So really, they have no motivation, uh, obviously, to lower tuition. But uh, do they have some sort of responsibility? Or I guess, uh, put another way, has any have there been any officials uh, commented on this that could maybe try to mitigate this or rectify this? Because I would think they would want to have some responsibility uh, in this particular aspect, James Varney. No, I, I think that's a great question. And I think you're really getting at the nut here, which is that the colleges don't have any skin in this game. And, yeah. and, so, and, and you said also that this is a, definitely influenced the price. If you and I were selling a car, let's say, and it cost $40,000, and then we knew that the bank was giving $45,000 loans for this, well, then the car's going to cost 45000 I mean, we're just going to raise the price. But I'm not aware of, of anybody, uh, certainly on the college side, uh, saying anything about maybe we need to look and see if we have any responsibility here. And I, I mean, really, why should they? I mean, if you and I were, were running the colleges, this is, this is a wonderful thing. Yeah. This is all a windfall for us. The money goes to us. We've already pocketed it, regardless of what happens later. So I think you're right. I do think that that would be a fundamental reform to the whole issue, but it's not anything that I hear anybody talking about. Yeah, I, and and I guess if this if the you know current uh, loan holders you know if 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 the president were to uh, you know get his way and thus uh, a lot of the student loans would be canceled. I mean, I don't see unless there is some serious reform, which let's face it uh, right now, it doesn't seem like anybody uh, particular, uh, particularly the current administration has any motivation to reform this. This just seems like a cycle that would keep repeating. So the students who are currently borrowing and getting these refunds, I mean, for them, it's almost like double dipping. They get this extra money and then the loan is just going to be forgiven anyways. I mean, do you sense that current students that, uh, that are enrolled in universities are, are having that kind of mindset at this point? Right. I, well, there's two things there, I think, Brad. One is that, you know, and this is something that the Supreme Court presumably is going to address, which is that does the president, as the executive, have the power to make these hundreds of billions of dollars decisions? On, in terms of what the government owns, owes and what the government is should be paid back? Or is that more, more uh, properly with the legislature, which has the power of the purse? Right. And then the second thing that you're mentioning is, um, 
whether or not the students should really take this. And I suppose if you're convinced that you're not going to have to pay it back, it makes sense to take it because it would be a, a windfall and pure money. But one of the things we noticed uh, when we were reporting the pieces, you, you look at all these financial advice websites and stuff that are out there, and some of them were saying, oh, you know, your refund is coming, and that's great, but you might not want to spend it just yet because if the Supreme Court decides that the president can't unilaterally make these billions of dollars decisions, then taking the refund means that the debt that you owe will include that. Once again, we've been joined by James Varney. He, a writer with Real Clear Investigations. Again, check out their fine work, realclearinvestigations.com. James Varney, appreciate your time today, sir. Thank you so much. A very, very interesting topic. Again, I know people were kind of aware of this uh, issue in the abstract and uh, the possibly the litigation going through the Supreme Court, but this particular one I don't think uh, people were well aware of. So thanks for bringing this uh to our attention and for this uh, fine investigative work you've done. And uh, have a great rest of your day. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment on the broadcast coming up in mere moments. Go nowhere. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Did you know that there's one place you can go to hear God's words of hope spoken into your life anytime, anywhere? 
oneplace.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs, read daily devotionals, and get answers to your tough questions all at oneplace.com or on the OnePlace app in the Apple and Android app stores. Visit oneplace.com today. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, AM 12 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. For comments or questions, always, we appreciate tuning in. Uh, I uh, I didn't get a chance. I was uh, busy yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to see any of the first... Uh, playoff game uh seahawks at 49ers watch to watch the jacksonville come back in the second half uh, as they defeated the la chargers so that was a uh, uh, very riveting football uh, I, i'm kind of keeping an eye on the uh first playoff game today the dolphins at the bills dolphins were heavy underdogs and they're giving them a game uh, bills just took the lead in late in the third quarter uh 27 to 24 but the dolphins were actually down 17 to nothing they rallied to take the lead uh and have led 24 to 20 uh, here in the third quarter. So unbelievable. Uh, I, I, I predicted the bills would win big because I think they're still feeling that incredible emotional high from their fallen comrade, Demar Hamlin making incredible progress. And for that, we can be all, we can all be grateful uh, after that scary incident where he literally, his heart literally stopped on the field in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. He's recovered, making positive steps. He's home now. Uh, he went from Cincinnati to hospital to a Buffalo hospital, was in the Buffalo hospital for a day or two, and now he's back home and rooting on his comrades. And I, I thought the Bills would would take that and, and just really run roughshod over the Dolphins. Well, they've just taken the lead, and it's a lot closer game than people expect because the Dolphins are using their third-string quarterback in this game. So uh, that's a, that's the beauty of sports, right? Anything can happen any given Sunday. I get that. So – uh, maybe if the Vikings, you know, if they win today and going to San Francisco, can we go with the even any given Sunday uh, mindset here? Who's to say? But kind of getting ahead of myself. But uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, my uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague uh, Jack Tomzak, who's heard Saturdays on three to five on these very airwaves. You know, he's a big he's a big Packers fan. Jack's a Wisconsin native, grew up in Wisconsin, so he always likes to you know he has that. We have that Packer Viking, you know, kind of chiding back and forth. And he put out on Facebook an informal poll for Vikings fans. Would a loss today hurt more or less than losing the championship game? And I would say far less, my opinion. I know I get it. Granted, it would be an upset. Losing a home playoff game shouldn't happen. And it would be a tough loss because you don't expect to lose. But it's not like the Vikings are huge favorites. They're a three-point favorite over the Giants. And we've seen the Vikings play. They've won a lot of close games. Again, 11 of their 13 wins have been one score or less. Okay? So, uh, for me, it would be getting to the getting so close, getting on the cusp of going, finally getting to the Super Bowl and losing. Because I've seen six uh, NFC Championship games 
since the Vikings last went to a Super Bowl. I don't remember the, the 1977 championship game against Dallas. I don't have any tangible memories of that. But the five they've been to since then, you know, where they were just on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl and getting, whether it's a narrow defeat or getting blown out like 41 donut to the Giants in 2000 and 38 to 7 to the Eagles in 2017. Yeah, yeah, those are tough losses, but they weren't near as nearly devastating as a close uh, title game loss. But in my opinion, if, if my vote counts for anything, I think losing the NFC champ this year, within the context of this year, losing the NFC championship game, you know, would be more heartbreaking because, you know, I, um, I, it's 50, 50, whether they win today, the only reason they're a three point favorite, typically you get three points for being the home team. So they're really favorites, uh, because, you know, they're at home. So we'll see. But, yeah, I, I uh, do football predictions at bradcarlson.org every playoff season. I have my own predictions. And I predicted the Vikings were going to win 28-27. to 27. I, I'm predicting a th- a, you know, another thrilling uh, win. Uh, I don't know. The Giants kicker misses a long field goal at the buzzer. At the gun, I should say. How about that? Because, of course, on Christmas Eve, the Vikings played these same Giants. And the Vikings won. Uh, 27 to 24 when Greg Joseph kicked a 61 yard field goal as time expired. I remember uh, doing the show that day. I recorded my show cause it was Christmas weekend. I recorded it Saturday, Christmas Eve. And then, and then the, uh, and then the game took place that afternoon and uh, the Vikings won in a field goal uh, at the, at the gun. So uh, that's, that's what I'm going with thus far. I've been spot on. I, um, I picked the 49ers to win and cover the nine and a half point spread. And they did. Uh, Sandy, uh, Sandy, I keep calling them San Diego. It's a tough habit to break. The Los Angeles Chargers were actually a 200, two and a half point favorite against the Jags in Jacksonville. And I said, not only I said the Jags would win, which means obviously they'd cover the spread. Not only would the Jags cover the spread, they'd win outright. And the Jags won on a field goal at the gun. You know, the only time they led in the game is when they kicked that field goal. So I'm two for two thus far in my predictions against the spread and straight up. Now, these predictions are for fun. Yeah, I, I, I like to have a little fun, but I also throw in my own insight as well. But I feel the need to give a disclaimer. My predictions are not to be used as a basis for a cash wager. I feel like I should be giving that disclaimer. Okay, so if you go to my blog, bradcarlson.org, I've, I've laid out my Sunday picks. I picked the, uh, the Vikings to win, but I don't think they'll cover the three-point spread. Would you think about it? That's kind of hard to do. Okay, so that's kind of a that's kind of a gutsy pick because really the only way you win on that one is if the Vikings win by one or two points, right? Well, I have to be I you know, I have to be true to the thrilling anxiety ridden game. The Vikings are going to win twenty eight to twenty seven, and it's going to be cut, be because the Giants kicker misses a long field goal that would give them the win. I you know just for hypothetical sake, and then of course the game this evening, uh, the Baltimore Ravens are going to be playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Ravens are without their starting quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Uh, their backup quarterback, Tyler Huntley, is a game-time decision, so we aren't going to know literally until the game, unless Spencer, unless you know if they've uh, if they've uh, released who's going to be the Ravens quarterback. They say Huntley's going to be a game-time decision, but either way, uh, I think the Bengals, the defending AFC champs, they're an 8.5-point favorite. I say the Bengals win 31-17, so the Bengals not only win, but they cover the spread. And then I... I'm still mulling over the the uh, Dallas Tampa game. I'm still really mulling that over because Dallas, 
you know, they look like world beaters against our Vikings. But a lot of times Dak Prescott has thrown a key interception. And I think I'm going to go with Tampa. I'll have my official prediction at bradcarlson.org probably tomorrow for what it's worth if you want to check it out. But, uh, yeah, so just decided to get into some uh, football talk here this uh, last segment. Uh, this is This is one of my favorite times of the year um you know i posted on my instagram if you follow me on my instagram i kind of did the the michael scott you know i was wearing my vikings jersey kind of did the michael scott no question about it i am ready to get hurt again i think i'm echoing the sentiment of a lot of vikings fans when they say that uh because this team has provided us so many uh heart racing moments this year but when they've lost they've been blown out i mean the only detroit game they were still within one score late so that went, that game technically wasn't a blowout, but the other game, the other three losses, yeah, they were blown out. It wasn't really even close. So I think Vikings fans are expecting that. They either win in exhilarating, heart-racing fashion or they get blown out. But, again, I'm going with the Vikings to uh, get an arrow victory today, and uh, hopefully that happens and they move on to uh, the 49ers next next weekend sometime. We haven't obviously determined the game time as yet. So with that, folks, I'm out. Thanks always for tuning in. Brad Carlson on AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Skull Vikings. And have a blessed week. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory and up to 80% off remaining 2022s from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. Drive a little, save a lot. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. Master Pool and Spa's New Year Sale. Save up to 25 to 60% off new 23 inventory. Master Pool and Spa, 394 Louisiana, 952-253-0665. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Individual T levels decline 1% every year. Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is the new champion of natural testosterone boosters. Chalk's main ingredient is clinically studied to naturally boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity and boost your daily energy with Chalk's male vitality stack. For a limited time, our listeners will get 30% off at choq.com with promo code USA. choq.com, code USA. It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Kuharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. 
Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. AM 12.